0: <laughs> we always start laughing um, welcome north country sunday revival podcast hour here it's mags and max and per the use, coming at you with the astro talk the tarot talk the personal talk
1: the matriarchy
0: talk yes the revolution <laughs> did you guys miss us We're sorry. We're gone. (laughs) That was my bad. I was sick, y'all. I was in bed, not doing all right.
1: Sometimes a Maggie has to rest. Yeah. And we let a little Virgo Maggie rest. (laughs) Sometimes. Once a year at least. Once a year at least. (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. All right. So in the wake of such a beautiful Sunday Revival gathering, um, we're here to talk about the upcoming... Capricorn new moon and eclipse. So, hold on to your hats, folks. It's it's crazy out there. Which we always <laughs> the say. The wind is picking up. <laughs> which we always say, right? Like, oh, fun. that's but like this year has yeah. has been bananas and <laughs> next year is looking to be bananas too. Um yeah. but as we'll talk about, these are rare, rarefied energies, rare and powerful times. Yeah, so like, this is this is history. We are we are in the in the belly of the beast. So yeah. Um. Okay. Starting off astrology talk astrology astrology get into that capricorn new moon oh, and eclipse stuff all of it holy shit so happy solstice everybody yeah happy um, solstice i hope everybody had a beautiful solstice and was able to do something whether it was just like you know sending sending the darkness a little bit of love and yeah. sending the light a little bit of love um however you acknowledge the solstice is is A-OK with us? Uh, <laughs> so as we sit here, Capricorn just, Sun just moved into Capricorn. Um and at new moons, it's balanced, right? Sun and moon are in the same sign. Um, so we're we're coming up on that. The new moon occurs on December 25th or 26th, depending on your time zone. For us, it'll be early morning of the 26th. But if you're on the West Coast, it'll be on the 25th. Um, So sun and moon and cap. Venus just moved into Aquarius, which is like kind of, you know, quirky. Um, Uranus ruled sign, So Uranus is very unpredictable. It's very innovative. Aquarius is like the sign of the genius. We have this air energy now in the Mm -hmm. personal planets, which is super nice because it was it's it's been so dense and we need
0: some air in the picture right now just to keep shit moving
1: please god (laughs) yeah it's been just really i mean we were in such like scorpio dense times and that's like the depths of the water, you know, the darkness of the tr- the water, and and now we are just in all of this Capricorn energy. I feel like Sag season because it's my season. Um, <laughs> I can say it didn't really feel saggy to me. It didn't feel saggy to me either, no. and I was pretty bummed about it. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's people look forward to it. We're fun, right? We're good at parties, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we, we've been in some really dense energy. And it's not stopping. So just, you know, get get over it, I put guess. Your, put your bogs on. Put your bogs, put your big, your boy, up. Your big gal Bog. bogs on, um, <laughs> as a Capricorn would say. <laughs> get over it. No, uh, so <laughs> Venus just moved into Aquarius. Um, Mars is still in Scorpio, which thank goodness for that, too, honestly. It's mm. like, mm, uh, I love me some Mars Scorpio. I do, too. Mm. I sure it's
0: do. It's sexy. It's sexy. As it's hell. it's
1: it's sultry and steamy. Yes, and yeah. it's like unafraid of mm. the depths and the darkness. It's unafraid of people's like fuck ups. Mm-hmm.
0: Embraces mm. it. Embraces the grit. The only thing that a mm. Mars Scorpio is scared of is wet blanket. That's,
1: <laughs> it. Well That's said. it. Well said. Oh. Uh, And we still have Mercury and Sagittarius until December 28th um, when it will move into Capricorn and um, Mercury and Sag is a tricky, tricky alignment. Mercury and Sagittarius um, is in its detriment. Um, Mercury is a very detail oriented energy, all about communication, right? It's, it's think about the mythology Mercury was the messenger. Um, And so you have how we speak, um, how we communicate, Um, And Sagittarius, ruled by Jupiter, is a super expansive sign and energy. And it's just, it sees horizons, it sees themes, but doesn't necessarily do super well with details. So there's a bit of tension around how we're thinking and how we're communicating what we're thinking. And I don't know if you guys are feeling that, but I sure should am. Um, Sometimes I don't talk right. (laughs) It's really (laughs) fucking hard. Um, But, um, you know, Mercury moving into Capricorn, which is where my my natal Mercury is. So it feels much more at home to me. um, It's a little bit gruff, right? A little bit Capricorn. (laughs) It's about business. It's it's just like you communicate, you're direct, you're over the like flourishes. It's the straight and narrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And with all the other things going on. (laughs) That sort of communication, I think, will do us a lot of favors. Yeah, You know, um, the Mercury and Sagittarius is helpful for us in that, like, um we are still gathering a lot of expansive knowledge about about who we are, about what we've been through in the last decade, in the last year, since the last eclipse and the ca- uh cancer capricorn axis, right? Like we're still processing a lot of it and this is allowing us to believe because Sagittarius like is all about causes. Right. And it's a, a lot about justice and fairness as well. So you're sort of, you're sort of chewing on those meaty, meaty issues as well. Um, and when it comes to your own personal development. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. So these last couple of days, like get the last juiciest bits out of, What you can in this sort of, you know, tension is productive, right? Even if (laughs) yeah, yeah. So like, (laughs) even if um, Mercury is in its detriment in Sagittarius, like, pay attention to that. Pay attention to the tension. What is it? What is it telling you? What can you learn about it? Mm -hmm. How can you then communicate better? And how can you amend thinking patterns? Are you telling us to not avoid the attention? Yeah. Or the, or the tension? Yeah. Don't avoid Don't it. avoid the tension? Don't avoid the fucking tension. L- look at tums. what it might be trying to tell us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't run away. <laughs> Sit with it. Make it your friend. Give it a funny hat. <laughs> Whatever. All of those things. Um. So, um. like, pretty much all of the outer planets – Not all, right? But I'm saying pretty much all because holy fuck. Uh, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, all in Capricorn right now. We also have the South Node in Capricorn. Everything's in a pantsuit. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's in a pantsuit. That is all I heard. Oh my God. Everything's in a pantsuit with like helmet hair. No hairs out of place. And there's a briefcase. They is a bad bitch, (laughs) and it's hot. Yes. Um, Sorry, (laughs) that was good, Maggie. Snaps. Um, (laughs) The only outer planets that are not in Capricorn: Neptune is in Pisces, Um, Uranus is in Taurus, Um, and Uranus in uh, in Taurus is Uranus is the only planet left in retrograde. Everything nice. else has a forward momentum right now, which I bet we're all fucking feeling, right? <laughs> yes. Things are like it's like when a train starts to move and it's slowly picking up its momentum. Like we're in like the the building chugalugs, right? <laughs> of a train, you know. Yeah. Choo choo. <laughs> um, it's real though. So like we're we're finally getting this momentum after like God damn it, it felt like just retrograde season this year was just like it was never ending. Yeah. Um, so we have all of this forward momentum. Um, and we have this bananas eclipse. And eclipses are gateways. Yeah. Right. So we have um this sort of this new light that's entering. Um, and we're sort of we're at a threshold, right? We're looking at what is behind us and We've mentioned this before, like the past year, but also the past decade. Uh, what is behind you and what is before you? Um, we're, we're leaving old cycles. We're leaving old karmic patterns. Um, we're clearing out a lot of shit. Um, and with all of this energy in Capricorn, um, and we we talked about this in circle last night, but I think it's really a really important message. Um, so, so Capricorn is an earth sign. Earth signs are aligned with feminine energy or receptive mm-hmm. energy. Um, and we always sort of, I mean, like I fall into this thought pattern a lot of thinking of Capricorn as being like the patriarchy. Yeah. Um, Cause it's so strict. It's so strict. And, and it, Saturn yeah. is restrictive. Yeah. It's that, that taskmaster energy, right? It's like father time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um But the thing to remember is that Capricorn represents structure, mm-hmm. systems, institutions, which are ungendered. <laughs> like <laughs> if I had a fucking microphone, it would just echo, right? So, yeah. and this is something that I have to keep bringing myself back to, keep bringing myself back to because like, you know, the way this that we've been sort of taught to understand gendered things and gendered energies yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. So um, if, we've, if we constantly consider Capricorn as patriarchy, what about Capricorn as matriarchy? And remembering the very nurturing energy of Capricorn because it's it's a very empathetic
0: sign. Absolutely. And we've talked about this just this week about how a Capricorn gets a bad rap. Yes. And I think that that, that comes from... Um, And you see this on any sort of astrology, social media account Mm -hmm. of just trying to like remove emotion from that sign. And it's just so not true. Mm -hmm. It's just because there's more direct approach and more practical approach to how we're maneuvering through emotions, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, all those lovely caricatures of the signs, right? We all just, we laugh at them, but it's like, you know, you got to remember there's so much rich depth. Absolutely. and nuance to each sign, yes, but really looking at, I really like the idea of revisiting Capricorn energy um, as sort of as looking at it as like this this matriarchal energy and as um a matriarchal energy that we have never seen before, mm-hmm. which brings me to the um really super cool information that I learned the other day. Um, so this grouping of planets and these aspects in Capricorn have not happened since 1285, the year, <laughs> right? Cause it's not a time. <laughs> when she said that to me yesterday, I was like the year. <laughs> Cause like what? It's like so long ago. <laughs> Like, what even is that? <laughs> um, my so, eyes crossed. Yeah, with. yeah. So, right, like, these aspects have not happened in, like, 700 and bajillion. It's <laughs> a really long, long fucking time. Math is not my strong suit. Um, But, and then the last time we had um, Saturn and, and Pluto conjunct in Capricorn was when Martin Luther split from the Catholic Church. And so this, like... We, I feel like we've all been sort of walking around feeling like, what what world do we live in? <laughs> like Brexit, fucking Trump, fucking uh, yeah. all of it, all of it, like it this chaos. Happen. But to 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 have it put in that perspective really helped me be like, oh, these are these are this is history. This is alchemical times here. Yes. Yeah. This is this is just rare, powerful shit. Um And so, you know, like, we were talking about this in Circle last night and saying, like, have we ever seen a true matriarchy in, you know, in, uh, what what do I call, like, post-industrialist or, you know, post-industrial era, modern era? Um, I'm sure there were true matriarchies in um, Indigenous communities and cultures all over the world, but like Western European experience has always had matriarchies that imitate patriarchies that still adopt capitalist, oppressive tactics, um, ruthless, ruthless, ruthless fucking tactics in order to attain and retain power. So like, to me, this looks like matriarchy rising. Mm. It feels like major key rising and it's so fucking cool. And I think Capricorn energy as this really nuanced, beautiful, like it's the sign of like, it's, it's emotional self mastery, right? It's Mm -hmm. that vibe of like, yes, I feel things, but within a, you know, within a, a controlled way, which within, I I think within, a, like a reasonable container
0: yes yes and again because it's earth sign and especially because it's capricorn it wants
1: to find a function even with emotion yes yeah. well said yes 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 and it's um discipline yep so much discipline with capricorn but like i think we can all use some oh yeah i
0: mean that's so that there's a reason that people talk about Capricorns being the goat that climbs to the top of the mountain. You don't get there by being fucking willy-nilly about everything. <laughs> you know? Right. And are you there,
1: going up or are you staying here? What's like let's, get the
0: let's roll. Yeah. yeah. And if we're gonna go, we're gonna probably bring a map. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we will have charted our route, bitch. Calculated risks,
1: motherfuckers. <laughs> Um, Cap is also, is also, like, connected to empathy, um, integrity, reliability, Um, and, and the other thing I want to talk about is, like, because Capricorn is about structure in the 3D realm, like, Capricorn rules our our skeletal system, Mm -hmm. right, it is, like, tangible shit friends It's the bones <laughs> it's the bones but it's also very connected then to manifestation for that reason and um manifestation through the lens of capricorn is about doing the fucking hard work yeah it is and that's i mean we have jupiter and capricorn like for the next year and it is going to be you on your grind yeah and you will you will be expanding and then contracting, expanding and then contraction. And I think it's going to be a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, like Jupiter is so expansive and then Capricorn ruled by Saturn is about sort of restriction. It's right? like, a,
0: it's like, this is what I'm seeing. It's like a thinning out process, right? Like you're thinning out, but, then there will be so much um cultivated through that thinning out like figuring out what's working and what needs to go yeah and then lots of expansion and things coming into
1: fruition because yeah. you went through that process yes yeah. yes totally yep and um yeah it's going to be it's going to be a wild ride but capricorn capricorn has all of this really wonderful um this really lovely tenacity. I think I always think of Capricorn as like graceful, like gracefully tenacious. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so, you know, with the new moon, it's about setting intentions. And we're also coming up on the new year. <coughs> and, you know, everybody's talking about resolutions. But like, really, like, th- there's this energy of new beginnings because of the eclipse. Like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. You know, everybody sit and think about that. Spend time with that. What do you want? How do you want to move through the world? when it comes to work, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to your spiritual work, when it comes to your relationship to your body, um, because that is very 3D. that is yeah. very much of this of this realm. Um, and there's a lot of energy around um, creating creating new, creating new dynamics within all of those those relationships. It's wild. Yeah. Fucking wild. Yeah. It's potent. Whew. So that was a lot of rambling. Um no, it but was good. Now we ready to dive into some Oracle talk. Boom. First Next. I need more wine. Okay. <laughs> I, I've got you. And we're just gonna give a little shout out to Everyday Wines. Everyday and, wines. Um, they're across the street from us and they're so wonderful. And I'm not biased or anything. It's not like the amazing marcella my roommate for a million years (laughs) it's not like she runs the shit out of that business (laughs) um um, and you'd think i'd have learned something about wine by now but i'm thick as a brick when it comes to wine and you just go in there and you're like i need something and then they're like oh we got you yeah they gave us such a delicious pinot noir so cheers cheers to new beginnings
0: new beginnings to oracle talk Oracle talk. <laughs> we diving in. We diving. <laughs> okay, so
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. as I take a sip, um, know. I am working with my two usual decks: so Star Child Tarot and Threads of Fate Oracle. I went to pull the oracle card first, and I shuffled it up, and out came the Creator, and I was like. No, we've had this card before and I felt like maybe it was meant for me. So I put the deck down for a minute and then I went and pulled the tarot card and that was the two of wands and that is very creator energy. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I picked up the Oracle deck again and I reshuffled it and I literally said out loud, I was like, if it's supposed to be the creator, then just reveal it again, but whatever. And... Out comes the creator. Fell out of the deck. I was like, okay, message heard. Got it. <laughs> Wonderful. So, the energy that we are working with with these two cards, essentially, is um, this is a this is more of a an empowering energy. This isn't like a bogged down energy where we're running scared. This is coming from a place of empowerment. Um, the energy of these cards carry clarity and determination. So even if you're in a space right now where you don't feel like you have clarity, just just hold tight. Wait for this new moon. Wait for this eclipse. Surrender. I, that's another one of those fucking words that gets I on know. my fucking nerves. Oh. It really does because people say it all the goddamn time. But I'm being serious. You really need to open yourself up to whatever possibility exists for for the highest, mm-hmm. um, try try <laughs> um, try to stay open. So, and if you're at a crossroads or you just have a lot of options that are appearing in your life for different different avenues, different doors that are opening, um, just give it a moment, give it time. Clarity is coming. It it will be there. I promise. Uh, there's a bit of a like a no bullshit spicy energy to these cards and to this moon and that's definitely capricorn energy. Mm-hmm. They've got that very um spicy no bullshit like okay, we're going to cut to the bone here. Mm-hmm. And we're ripping off the band-aid <clears throat> That's what we're going to do. Yeah. This these cards are about your own personal power to choose even when we think we don't have a choice nine times out of 10, we do Mm -hmm. in some form or another. And what this is calling on is picking the thing, taking a chance on the thing that feels the most authentically you. So even if you don't know what that choice, what that option is going to end up looking like, and it feels scary as fuck, it doesn't mean that you don't pick that door. That's not what it means. Usually the thing that is the most authentically us is the thing that's the scariest. That's just the truth. Because it asks us to see our full potential. Yes. Yeah. And when we think about Capricorns and Capricorn energy, they're just, that's an energy that I love so much in the realm of potential because they this brings this energy of, like, fucking go for it. Claim yeah. it. Yes. It's yours. Yeah. Claim it. Yeah. You know? Um, these cards also ask that we make sure that we're not throwing all of our energy and our attention at one thing. So even if there's something in your life that's begging for attention, that's great. Give it attention. It doesn't mean you drop all of the other balls that are in the air. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means because that's going to make this energy of the eclipse feel far more chaotic than it needs to spend time with all the areas of your life. Yeah. Um, other message here. Step outside of your comfort zone. Oh, what? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it's important when we're faced with massive transformation and change that we recognize that any choice that you do make of what, whatever you're trying to decide, there's not going to be one that's necessarily any easier than the other. And the one that you think is going to be the most comfortable is probably the one that's going to like give you the least amount of growth and the least amount of badass experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the safe route isn't necessarily the best route. Turns out. Turns out. <laughs> Turns the fuck out. Um, Focused intention is really important here with this yeah. new moon. Yeah. Uh, it's very – I can't emphasize that enough. Mm-hmm. Get out a fucking pen and paper. Write down – I'm going to say the word. Your goals.
1: Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Capricorns love that word. Goals, bitches. Goals, baby. Goals. Um, I'm a gold digger. A gold digger. (laughs) Uh,
0: You know, I know that that sounds a little bit cliche, but even if you can just jot down that, like, okay, in three months, when I wake up in the morning, this is how I want to feel. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, right now in my personal life, mm. when I wake up in the morning, I'm mm. not feeling how I want to feel in three months.
1: Oh, preach. Yep.
0: So even you if you can just jot down how you would like to feel and then allow the answers to come through that.
1: That's beautiful. Okay. I love that.
0: Um, yeah. But overall, guys, basically this is about chapters are a close-in.
1: Mm-hmm. chapters
0: are a closing and new ones are are being written. Yeah. And this is such an important time to be present with what is lighting up your fucking heart. Mm. I know again cliché, but it's no. true. We when we talk about these massive moments of of history, right? right. You know, Sean King talks a lot about history, we're, we're in history and it's hard when you're in it to see that you're in it. Those massive moments yeah. of like, holy shit, this is stuff that will be in textbooks and written about and people will read in the future and be like, can you imagine being alive for that?
1: Right.
0: You know? How did you show up? How did you show up? Your grandkids will ask you,
1: how did you show what up? What did you
0: do? Yeah. What choices did you make? What door did you walk through? Yep. Was it the door that felt the safest? Mm. Or was it the door that felt the most terrifying option, but the one that felt right to your soul? Yeah. You know? Amen. So um, other stuff going on here is if you have an influx of creative energy with this moon and eclipse, which you very well might, um, make some specific time and space for diving into that creativity. Mm So. And even if it's like, oh, I don't know what that feels like for me, then go to a place that feels inspiring to you. I'm someone who like if I take my laptop to a coffee shop, my ideas just click in nonstop and Mm. I just it just flows in. Mm -hmm. Or I love going to bookstores or I love going for a hike in the woods. So just make time and space for that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, turn your challenges into opportunities If something is, if you're facing something that feels really hard and and difficult and emotionally taxing, just do your best to take a different perspective, one, but also like, okay, so this does hurt. This is challenging. This is really difficult for me to manage right now. But what is a lesson I can fucking walk away with it from it? You know, like how can I, how can I walk away? And then last but not least, just stay flexible. (laughs) stay so flexible with this moon and this eclipse. It's really important to, to be able to bend with the wind here. Yeah. Um, we might be a little bit contorted in this, in this mess of astrological happenings, but it will smooth out. Mm -hmm. Just have patience. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was that. That was that. That was, and we'll, we'll be back in a moment
1: with other things. (laughs) So vague. Mm-hmm. It must be important. All right, so we want to take a few minutes to um, just talk about the Sunday Revival Circle. Yeah, we held our our last yes. circle last night um, after thirteen moon cycles. Thirteen moons. Um, and you know, we both just really—I mean, to to for lack of a better term—felt a little burned out. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, and not necessarily like by the circle itself, but life. Yeah. Um, And feeling like maybe, maybe we need a minute because, because.
0: Well, anytime, you know, we're working, anytime you're working with emotional, spiritual healing, things like that, it's really important, especially when you're the facilitator or, you know, providing. Um, the space. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to make sure that your cup is full, so that yes. um, you're not you're not digging it into an empty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fair to say that at this point we both have just been feeling stressed and thin out. Like, yeah. what's that phrase? What's the phrase? Spread thin. I'm like thin. thinned out. No. Nope. <laughs> like thin. I don't know. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Words are hard right now. Um,
0: but it's not to say. That uh I mean this it's been easily one of the most powerful roads I've walked in the entirety of my life. Yeah. This past 13 months. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I have chills thinking about it. So endlessly grateful for all of the women who showed up over the past 13 months to share space with us. Um is nothing short of honoring, humbling, just astounding the healing that took place. And I think one of the things that we've heard at multiple circles was someone who maybe had been there for like the first time and just saying, I'm not used to uh, sharing my emotions in public, or "I'm, I'm not used to Crying. To crying in public, or 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 sharing very personal, very vulnerable things in public, and that is something every single one of us can relate to. But with that being said, we all dove into to to our wells mm-hmm. and shared, and the courage that it takes to do that, and this, yes, Alex and I hosted, but. That, that, that is not <laughs> that like, ain't nothing. <laughs> that, no, that no. space to feel that safe and that held was created by every freaking person. person, every heart that showed up. Yeah. Um. And each circle had its own type of potent medicine,
1: mm-hmm. and it
0: was yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Something that um really stuck with me was um. Somebody that was at the circle last night, we were talking about Capricorn and matriarchy. And um, she said, kind of very matter of factly, like, this is what matriarchy feels like. Yeah. It is circles like this. And she said, you know, everybody gets more resources, more food, more love, more money, more sex. It doesn't look like a patriarchy. It doesn't feel like uh, the restriction or the um, unequal distribution of resources. It feels like egalitarianism. And I think, you know, like that, that comment floored me. It rocked both of us. Yeah. I like, I think I like put my hand on your leg and I was just like, Yeah. Oh my, like I, I've never felt so complimented and also so undeserving of a compliment because it wasn't, it's, it was the, it's the collection of people, you know, and like my ego pops up and is like, we did something cool that felt great, you know? And then also I was like, shut up, ego, (laughs) get down, get out of here. It's not, you know, it just like, it's, it's so much more than, you know, what what we're honored to be able to be a part of creating that space
0: yes we're honored to be able to provide a safe and just alchemical space Mm -hmm. for people to show up yeah and drop their
1: walls yeah and be seen and be seen and heard and felt for who they are for how they move through the world. Nobody's telling them like, your beliefs are weird or you're too emotional or crushing that, that, that expression of their femininity or, or what have you, or of their curiosity, Mm. you know, just any of it. Um, The circles, I think. um, So we were going to, we're going to talk about two sort of like, what for us in sort of these moments was feeling rare and powerful, right? We're like yeah. moving into that in a second. But I think also like so much of my rare powerful experiences were at, at the revivals were at the circles, um, seeing growth reflected in others, seeing pain reflected in others, seeing, you know, we walk around believing that everything is separate, but all their beings are separate from us. And, and these circles constantly, constantly, constantly reminded me that we are all so similar. We are all so similar walking around with feelings of, of not deserving. I'm not deserving of love. I'm not deserving of, of, of a good life. I'm not deserving of the best, you know, I'm not deserving of success or playing small in ways that A lot of women have been taught to play small like the most powerful thing I think has been has been seeing others in me seeing myself in others and we're all the same
0: yeah
1: I think that's like such a such a powerful um magic such a powerful medicine to carry around with you right like throughout the world and especially like holiday time like everybody's all cranky right now mm-hmm. it's weird right because holidays are supposed to be fun <laughs>
0: but not in a capitalist society amen we're all consumerism right so
1: everybody's, everybody's running around spending everybody money man they, yeah everybody's running around spending money they don't have for people they don't give a fuck about uh, and <laughs> they're cranky about it but like if you were just to like walk up to somebody and grab their face and be like i'm cranky too it's all right." Let's go have a beer or you don't drink. Let's have a, an apple. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, let's share a connection and just remember that, fuck, man, it's real. Everybody has some kind of struggle. Everybody has some kind of doubt or hardship or what have you. And everybody has beauty in that they overcome it in the smallest ways every single fucking day. You you know, we get better. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. We grow. So Agreed that's that circle we love you we don't it'll i think be reborn in this like sort of space in between or something will be yeah
0: Yeah. so we we definitely didn't close the door permanently on anything and if it's not coming from any space other than um we just gotta tend to ourselves for a little bit. oh we tired
1: tired i'm tired mama needs a nap (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so segue
0: (laughs) segue we're gonna just chat um about what because of this powerful potent rare astrological energy that's taking place we're gonna just chat about what feels personally most powerful and rare to us at this point in our journey you you want me to go first Mm -hmm. yeah 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 um I think the thing that feels the most powerful and rare for me personally is just how, like, my own response to change or challenge or conflict, um, I, dare I say, uh, it, I just feel a little bit more graceful about it right now at this point, and just, um, I'm not as scared as I used to be. I used to be really, really terrified of massive upheaval, which is kind of ridiculous because I've constantly brought it on. <laughs> <laughs> my life has been an unending, just me like flipping shit on its head. Yeah. Sometimes for the fuck of it.
1: Yeah. Um, See how it lands? Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> I – I kind of thrive in it in Mm -hmm. some spaces, but the way that I used to react to it wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times it would have to do with, you know, lots of avoidance, not wanting to take personal responsibility for the things that were going on in my life and just kind of like pointing the finger Mm -hmm. um, any which way that it could go instead of, you know, looking inward and going, hey, fuckhead, (laughs) how might you be participating in all of the bullshit that's flying everywhere? Does this have to do with your choices? Could you (laughs) potentially be responsible for some of those bullshit? Um, (laughs) Most of it, yes, dear, yes. Um, And I think I'm just really enjoying this chapter of Learning how I show up when I actually like give a fuck about myself. Ugh. Like I, I think I finally, finally, my kind of love myself. <laughs> a bit. It took me a long time. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like I, I'm not gonna get into details of all of the things that I'm going through personally. And I mean, when I say personally, I'm talking about. Every aspect of my life, you guys, is going (laughs) through some sort of major transformation. Every aspect. There's not one that's not getting touched right now. And they're not small changes. They're big. And instead of stressing myself to the max, instead of drinking myself to sleep, Mm -hmm. instead of finding a fuck boy to take up my time.
1: Yeah, distractions.
0: Instead of, yeah, just like total avoidance. I'm just kind of staring it all in the face and going, all right, let's dance. Let's go. I can handle this. And I think one of the biggest things that feels so powerful and rare is I'm really sinking into the impermanence of it all. Oh, well said,
1: Maggie. That is like
0: a huge thing for me is just being able to go like, Nothing is permanent. It's all temporary. It's all changing all the time. And you know, all those doors that I was talking about walking through earlier, guess what, y'all? There'll be more doors, more (laughs) doors, more (laughs) doors. So you know, it's just it's never ending. And and even if we go through a door and we don't like it, Oh my God, there's another door. door. What? Or I might just wrench open that fucking window, (laughs) crawl through that badass. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just, I really like how I've grasped the impermanence. And I lately have just been like, man, my life is just this like tiny little flicker. Sure. It's this tiny little flicker in the grand (sighs) scheme of it all. And fucking A, if I'm not laughing every day, that's the only mistake I'm making that's amen, it amen, baby. that's it amen i just that. need to be laughing every day
1: amen god damn everything you just said is hitting so hard <laughs> so hard and because you know right about what's going on in my my world yeah um you know that also
0: yep yeah yeah we both have so fucking much <laughs> transforming and it's just
1: wild bananas and I can I can sit here with you and and be like amen yes because I feel myself responding so differently than I have ever done in my entire life um and like even that even that monumental shift I'm still calmer about than I have ever been about anything really right like I would have I would have gone in a lot of um self-sabotage yes routes um prior and and that's just not interesting to me and that like that the entrance of this new form of self-love because I don't know that I ever really right you like I think I knew about self-love intellectually yes I, yes I don't know that I ever lived it hmm Um, and I think that's the rarest thing. It's like I'm living mm-hmm. beliefs. Mm. Yeah. I am um, taking things out of intellectual realms and putting them into my flesh, right? Like yeah. into the way I move through all of these fucking challenges that are like they aren't going anywhere, right? They're here. They're they're demanding shifts and answers um so I am like so right there with you yeah on on that aspect of of what feels like such a, a rare beautiful thing but I love what you said about the impermanence because it is like oh <laughs> like the sands through the hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like it's just, it's, it's time. It's this thing that just passes through and then it yeah, it comes back around. And then, it, you know, and it's like the challenges we have now, perhaps we'll look back on in a year or five years and be like, God damn, like remember how that felt like such a refreshing thing to handle those things in this way, but we still hadn't had we still hadn't learned these lessons yet. And you yeah. know, I mean it's all shifting and changing and um all the time and that the the temporary nature of challenge and of joy of of like success and failure mm-hmm. that that sort of spreads them out to mean exactly the same thing Yeah. right so mm-hmm. it's like this can this this spectrum where at the very center is just being gr- grateful in the present moment Mm. And I think that's rare and powerful is to keep returning to that sense of gratitude and to keep returning to the present moment. Yeah. Um, With this like fucking sense of wonder. Like sometimes I stop and I'm like, I am still alive. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. Holy. (laughs) Holy. Nobody would have put money on that. What mm-hmm. <laughs> is a, that is a hot, good goddamn. And, um, and, and you know, yeah, I'm still at, or like, God, I've been, I've been doing the same trade for 13 years. That blows my mind because I never, yeah. ever thought I would be able to do one thing for mm-hmm. any period of time without getting bored. Yeah. Um, any mm-hmm. of it, right? Like, it's always just like, like, any, any sense of, um, a, any deepening sense of who we are and what we're here to do, is rare, is powerful, mm. is beautiful, and should be, honored with each with each breath. Um, Absolutely. And with that, like, so Ram Das passed away. Yes. Right. We're all yeah. just walking each other home. Mm-hmm. hmm So, um, I think I think I've been thinking about you know his amazing book, Be Here Now. Yeah. A little bit more than I do on a regular basis, which is pretty often. <laughs> yeah. I love I loved his work. We read it in a class I took in high school, which was pretty rad. And you just bought a copy. Didn't you? just buy a copy for for Katherine? Yes, yeah, or did I? Just no, she's right got now. it. Oh, she's got it. Okay. <laughs> like, did I just ruin Christmas? You know, no. I ruined Christmas. I'm so sorry. Um, mm-hmm. No, but right, like it's it's like this beautiful book and um, cheers to around us. Yeah, cheers, cheers. Thanks for being a light in the world, buddy. Um, cool. I don't think I have anything else to ramble about.
0: Do you? No, I think I think we covered it. Um, mm-hmm. Just always as as usual, like. So much gratitude to to everybody
1: for listening, for Yay. showing up at Circle. We love you. We love the Holy shit out of you. crap. Holy crap, guys. You're great. <laughs> um, we hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy New Year. Happy mm-hmm. Solstice. Happy abstaining from any of the holidays. Yeah. If it all just bugs the shit out of you and you just don't participate,
0: Good on it. you.
1: <laughs> Good on you. And we'll see you for the cancer full moon yes, in early January. Love you, babes. Love you, babies.